This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of November 16, 2020. This week, MMWR published three reports and a new feature called COVID-19 Stats. One report demonstrates how frequent testing, combined with preventive behaviors, limited the spread of COVID-19 on a university campus. The second report describes the rapid spread of COVID-19 in New York City in early spring. The last report details how COVID-19 impacts residents and staff in assisted living facilities in the United States. Lastly, COVID-19 stats, our new feature, showcases recent data in a figure to inform public health action. This week's COVID-19 stats highlights increases in rates of COVID-19 in rural areas and small cities compared to urban areas. Frequently testing students without symptoms is a critical part of preventing the spread of COVID-19 on university campuses and other institutions of higher education. For the fall 2020 semester, students at Duke University were required to take preventive steps, such as quarantining for 14 days before arriving on campus, signing a behavioral agreement to include mandatory mask wearing and staying six feet from others, and agreeing to at least weekly COVID-19 testing. As part of Duke University's comprehensive prevention strategy, they implemented a pooled testing program. Pooled testing saves resources in settings with low prevalence of disease. The program combines samples from five people and conducts one laboratory test on the combined pool of samples. If the pool is positive, then each of the five specimen in the pool is tested. During August to October 2020, the university completed more than 68,000 tests on about 10,000 students. Testing identified about 80 students with COVID-19, half of whom did not have any symptoms. The average weekly positivity rate for tested Duke students was less than the average weekly positivity rate in the county where Duke is located. The findings in this report highlight the importance of comprehensive prevention, testing, and surveillance strategies to detect all infections, regardless of symptoms, to limit the spread of COVID-19. During spring 2020, New York City was an early epicenter of the COVID-19 pandemic in the United States. A new MMWR report describes that during February to June 2020, more than 200,000 COVID-19 cases were diagnosed and reported among residents of New York City, including more than 50,000 people who were hospitalized and more than 18,500 people who died. The highest rates of cases and deaths were concentrated in racial and ethnic minority communities, people living in poorer neighborhoods, older New Yorkers, and among people with underlying medical conditions. Given the unprecedented volume of cases, the Department of Health and Mental Hygiene 
stopped labor-intensive individual case investigations for the majority of patients and sought additional sources of information. They published data online in real time, allowing the public to access basic and important information on COVID-19 in New York City. Mitigating COVID-19 transmission among vulnerable groups at high risk for hospitalization and death is an urgent priority. While various reports have described cases of COVID-19 in nursing homes in the United States, less is described about the impact of COVID-19 on residents and staff in assisted living facilities. By October 2020, in 39 states with available data, a new report describes that one in five assisted living facilities reported one or more COVID-19 cases among residents or staff. Residents are at increased risk of severe COVID-19-related outcomes, including death. About 21% of assisted living facility residents who had COVID-19 died, compared to 3% in the general population. With ongoing community transmission, assisted living facilities should take actions to prevent the spread of COVID-19 in their facilities. These preventive measures should include having a plan for visitor and staff member restrictions, encouraging social distancing and use of masks, implementing recommended infection prevention and control practices, providing access to cleaning and disinfection supplies, rapidly identifying and appropriately responding to residents and staff with suspected or confirmed COVID-19. This week, MMWR also featured its first COVID-19 stats. This figure highlighted an increase in rates of COVID-19 in small cities and rural areas compared to urban areas. Since September, rates have increased in all areas, with the sharpest increases in small cities and rural areas. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.